Fake Safety Podcast with Vance and Bart. So anyways, that's uh, that's how I found out that I was arachnophobic. Fully transitioned? I didn't ask. So, you're listening to your favorite racist, Nazi, homophobic, transphobic podcast series, Fake Safety. We're back. Sorry for the, uh, the time away. We had uh, some issues obviously dealing with spiders and whatnot primarily just sleeping on the couch yes if you're watching on the video right now i'm pointing at the couch that i was sleeping on i was also sleeping on a plane with snakes i don't know i was asleep (laughs) that whole the whole movie was filmed and you were just as long as it wasn't spiders i'm okay that's right so some things have been happening around the world uh, since you've been gone. Since you've been gone. Oh, Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> That's right. Let's see what, what's happened since you've been gone. Did Bob Saget die? Have we talked with Bob Saget after? So he was already dead by the time our last episode came out. Okay. But we didn't really discuss it because I don't think his estate had uh, done much of anything. Well, that happened few things with the, the uh, oh fuel prices went up a little hardly worth talking about though um wait why oh i'm pretty sure it's because of putin <laughs> oh is that is that is that what yeah. he was doing i did hear that he was uh he was expelling some he some keeps gas. blaming it on putin but i'm pretty sure he shit himself when sometimes when it's too much and you, you shouldn't trust it. <laughs> right. He's like, no, that was just a Putin. Uh, like, no, you shit yourself, President Biden. On TV again. Again. In case you weren't clear who we were referencing. Yes, Biden. He shits himself. Ask Kamala every time she's got to change out the sheets on Air Force One when he goes and does his parades. That's a very specific kink. <laughs> no, that's uh, the vice president's job. Anytime the president goes on a parade, change out the sheets on their bed. Just in case. Duh, that's how you explain what was going on in Air Force One when Kennedy was killed. It's pretty clear. Yes. It was a complete surprise to everybody in government when Kennedy was shot in the head. Supplies. I think the the real the real thing we're trying to get to today is we all know what's going on in Ukraine. That's how I like to say it. Don't correct me on our live chat because that's how I'm going to say it. Here they go. Oh shit! It's disrespectful to the people in Ukraine to say it like that. Oh my bad. We only got one person on our live chat right now. 
<laughs> One lonely soul. Oh, here's Putin. <laughs> he likes it. <laughs> oh, thanks for the tip, Putin. Thanks for the tip. Just the tip. Um, They're always lying to us. And they're lying to us with Ukraine right now. Uh, we've we've caught them in many already. Uh, and, and everything that they're saying to you right now, you can guarantee, even if there is a shred of truth to it, it's being spun. So you barely, you only are getting the narrative they want. It's It's not the truth. So we're going to have to do our own, I hate to say that, do your own research or like, it's kind of like one of those things, we're going to have to wait this one out to even really know what's going on, but we damn sure don't need to let our government go sending our kids over there or starting some shit. And we don't need it. Like we always know the CIA it, it, look at all the history. The CIA, what they do is they put Americans in harm's way to get killed, or they go ahead and kill them themselves, and they say, you know, the enemy that they want to fight did it. And then we go to war because we're mad, right? We've done it. We're Pearl Harbor. We've done it. Uh, We've done it with uh, the Iraq. We've done it. Uh, didn't they even do it with a plane? Something to do with a plane when when the whole Crimea thing happened? Wasn't there like an airliner that they said the Russians shut down or something? Oh, yeah. In fact, they took the whole old plan that they were going to use for Cuba way back in the day and basically yeah. just did it exactly the same. Right. But they actually carried it out this time. Right. They did the USS Liberty. Then, what, in World War II, what was the ship? There was like a fake attack for, what, Korea, the Korean War, right? A completely fake attack that didn't even happen. It was just like completely made up. Here's something I would like to call out, though, about the consistency of, let's say, they that we're talking about yeah because if we say the government or the state or something like that it is a little bit tough and the same strategy is like antifa has where it's a bit disembodied and you're not really talking about the same people it's a bit right. of this is the person in charge now and we're sort of trusting them but we've seen in these last few years these lies piling up and it's not even quote unquote they or the state is like, it's the same person. It's like the same people making promises and not delivering straight up lying. It's the same people. Like it's one thing if you just go, okay, this group of people may have been evil before, but now it's a whole new cast of characters mm -hmm. and I'll give them another chance. But now it seems like the, classic case of people running back to their partner who abuses them. It's like a domestic abuse cycle over and over again. Yeah. 
Well, I think, you know, your, your Warhawk type people are always kind of going to go along with this, but I have seen a lot of glimmers of normies who I would have thought would have been pro Warhawk, not really jumping on this bandwagon. And I think that's why they're going to escalate it to killing Americans to get those people back on board. I think they're going to stage something that gets Americans killed somewhere uh, that they can blame it on Russia. I just think that we need to get ahead of that and start saying they're going to do that because the only way to stop them from doing that is if they don't think it's going to work because everybody's calling them out saying they're going to. Because when we have war fatigue, that's their go-to move. And I would rather be wrong about it by calling it out over and over and over again and saving those American or innocent people. I don't give a, like, it doesn't matter if they're American or not, but those innocent people's lives, then, you know, say it once and then wait for it to happen and be like, I told you so, you know. I think we should get ahead of it. Say, oh, you know, make it a joke. What are you going to do now? Are you going to go blow up a naval boat again? Like when you were trying to go to war with Egypt? Well, I think your point about waiting is really valid because what are we going to do? We don't have clear visibility into anything. Because of the fact that everyone keeps lying all the way around, we have no real sense of what's going on. And I think I think that actually has become pretty dangerous in the, mm, let's call it sort of conspiratorial circles, not necessarily libertarian or Republican or anything, but a bit more the conspiratorial where We've been so distrusting of our own government and world governments that we just assume when someone's talking about Putin being bad, we just assume that he's good, which is an overcorrection, right? Yeah. Because he's not, he's not a good dude, but we've now been programmed to think he is because the, well, yeah, the, the, like it, it makes sense because if somebody who you know is evil is telling you this guy is bad, you go, oh, well, you also say that about me. So the enemy of my enemy, right? But it's, right. that's why I think it's so funny because so many of the conspiracy theory folks are all about the sheep and about being programmed and in the end, they got programmed the same, which is that they have to make this black and white choice of if you're not with us, you're against us. And yeah, I guess it's slightly more bold to be against yeah. us, but you're still picking sides. Yeah. I, circles I run in, I don't really think that anybody would pick a side, but like, we do make fun of our media more, I think, where we're saying, 
you know, making fun of like the way they say, you know, Russia doing this while we're blowing up people in Yemen. You know what I mean? Like, I think those are fair judgments because, for one, why the fuck are we talking about what the fuck Russia's doing if we're doing the same or worse at the same time somewhere else? Why aren't we? We need to clean up our mess before we even think about pushing judgment upon somebody else. Like our government. I'm not talking about me and you and everybody else as an individual should be able to make our own decisions on whether, you know, how we would, how we want to react to what Russia is doing. Like if I own a business and I personally go, oh, I'm not going to buy Russian wheat because I, I, I don't think it, I don't want to support that. And then you make a deal to buy wheat from somebody else and it's more expensive and then you can put that advertisement up on your business and say look I'm not buying Russian wheat anymore that's why I had to raise the price sorry for the inconvenience customers you know you probably pick up some customers doing that right that's a free market solution to what's going on but our government has no fucking moral ground to stand on to say shit to anybody and I would say that we even have more coverage of the damage we've done than what Russia is doing. That's the eerie thing to me is that the damage we've done to th these countries that certainly don't deserve to just be bombed is nowhere in the news. But while... Russia and Ukraine are all they can talk about in the news. I see no footage. I see no coverage. I see every nothing. single thing they put out there. Like this is what happened. Turns out to be false. 48 hours later, completely falsified. There's never any accurate information coming out of the Ukraine shit, but Yemen, we have legitimate, like real good information on what's going on in Yemen but none of that's being mentioned I mean what it was this week or maybe it was the end of last week we blew up a bus with kids a bunch of kids in it and that's what I'm saying I've seen more legitimate visual evidence of that than I've seen of any of these activities that half the world has been talking about nonstop for weeks now. Right. So I know whatever their narrative isn't, it's not what's going on there. I don't know what, what they're lying. I don't know what's really going on there. I just know what they're di telling me is a lie because it 48 hours ago, what you were telling me was a lie. We found that out now. So like, <laughs> well, and it's not, it's not guaranteed to be just the opposite or the reciprocal of what they say, right? If right. they say Putin is bad and Zelensky is good, it's not just as simple as, oh, well, Putin's good and Zelensky's bad. It's no, probably it, that they're all bad. It is that they're, I, it, they, I could go ahead and make that judgment call now. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're all bad. But like, 
I don't know what's really going on. I don't know who's getting hurt. I don't know how they're getting hurt. And I don't even know if it's... I don't know what their end game is. There, there's something going on for an end game. I, I don't think that it's just to distract from the COVID shit. I mean, even though it has turned around um, Biden's poll numbers a little bit, the war going on, but like, I don't, I, I don't feel like this is all about that. There's something going on with Russia and Ukraine, but there's also something going on with our media and how we're covering it and what our government is trying to get out of this situation. And what are they trying to get out of it? What are they they pushing for? What is their plan? They have a plan to get something from us. Whether it be the crashing of the dollar, trying to spin it, they're going to do another, what, what do they call that? Where they respecified the, the reserve currency. Oh, yes. Uh, where they initially got away from gold. Yeah, so they've done two of them. There's, there, there's talks about a third. Now, are they trying to do that? Hush, hush. I don't know. But there, there's definitely... The, the reason they're lying about something is because they're trying to either turn our minds to one direction or they're trying to hide something. I think this is a golden opportunity to fudge the numbers. So we've obviously seen just massive inflation everywhere mm-hmm. with the actual underlying economy in a bit of a downturn lockdowns, this or that. So I think we've all been expecting a market-led correction, whereas I think this could be a way to have that correction fly a bit under the radar by associating it with war. Right. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I feel like that narrative is not really... I mean, it's being said on the news a lot, but I'm not seeing too many people believe in that BS. I thought the same thing two years ago. Yeah. Like, when we were all being told to stay inside or don't wear masks, wear masks. I was seeing a lot of people believe in it, though. I think like two years ago, it was like, I remember sitting up in my crane and looking out onto, uh, I was working around Cumberland Mall and I looked out in that, the same parking lot that had been slapped full every day was bare. Midday, you know? That was, that was scary to me. That was where I was like, oh, I expected people to not go for this, but did but do you think they've learned their lesson do i think they've learned their lesson and a mass i wouldn't say 50 percent of people but that 10 percent maybe i think a big number 
a lot of people, I think a lot of people learn their lesson. Just from the people I've talked to. Like, just ex-cops. Like, uh, one of my friends is a cop. He's not a cop anymore. He's he's not, and he hates that shit. He, he hates the state. He hates the things that he did that were towards people who hadn't hurt anybody. He... He's changed his whole mind. Um, a friend of mine that was just a pothead who was like, you know, I don't care about none of that shit. You know, when I was talking politics back in the day, you know, he's come around, he would watch videos and he calls me about, hey, have you been, you know, listen to this or whatever. He's coming on strong and all this stuff. My cousin who was, a war hawk number one is coming around. Uh, coming around pretty hard on the warf warfare state. Still stumbling quite a bit with the police, but he's coming around. My mom will be an anarchist before she dies. Excellent. Yeah. She's she's on that path. With the book she's reading now, she's on the path. I mean, I know that that series of books. I I went through that, so like, I know that it's it's probably a different place in those books that you make the transition, but nobody makes it through the end of them. I don't think. <laughs> so, do you think they finally got too greedy? Do you think they finally got to the place where the playbook that they've been running for the last century finally just doesn't work anymore? I think that it works. I think it'll work forever on certain people. But I think that they open enough people's eyes that we can, we'll break off. We'll move somewhere. I mean, we've already kind of, they fucked up. I think they fucked up with COVID because the states, thank God they fucked up. I'm not saying they fucked up and it sucks, but like, but they, they left it up to the states, which gave haven to places who, for people who didn't believe it. And as people fell out of belief of it, they also were moving to that as they, they uprooted their homes to move to some place that wasn't going along with the narrative. Yes, you're moving to another place, a state with a governor and all that stuff. But like that's that's a big step for somebody who is, you know, a California person. You know what I mean? Like a L.A. You know, or New Yorker who was you know living the life, thinking hundred thousand dollars for working a trash truck was you know a good thing and now they've uprooted their life and moved elsewhere you know and that has divided us geographically because we were just a mishmash I think a lot we were just yes there were states that were more blue and more red and more independent let's call it um but there was a lot of us 
other places, but now they've consolidated a lot more of this type person here, a lot more of this type person there, which puts you, that's a, that was a big hurdle for secession. That's, that has moved COVID. Not only did it fuck up public schools, which thank God, it opened the eyes and advanced homeschooling is so much more advanced than it was before COVID. Uh, that it also did that. And yes, it was awful for the people who had to uproot their lives and whatnot, but like that has moved us. That is a big hurdle that we've gotten at least close to over for secession. And that's a win for me. That's one of those things where I'm like, you guys keep fucking up, man. Like, you keep grabbing all this stuff from us. What you don't understand is that's your demise. It happens to all the governments throughout history. They grab and grab and grab until they can't grab no more. And then the people are like, fuck off, man. And if they don't give up ground, they lose complete power of the people. So, I mean, the only way the federal government's going to save its power over these states that are just moving further and further and further away from that is to give up a significant amount of their control over those states. And then they might be able to win the people back. At least that's the way I feel. I'm sorry, I'm, I guess I'm white-pilled about that, but I don't know how long it's going to take, but I think that we've made significant moves forward in it in these two years. In order for us to get to that place, though, do you see the state actually conceding some of that power, or do you see them having a last gasping breath where we actually have to go through a bit of a civil war to get there. I don't think there's a civil war happening. For one, most of the people who are big, happy to keep the state and the the federal government in power, they're that way because they want other people to do what they want them to do, but they want somebody else to make them. So they make they have they vote for it and then tell the government to make other people do what they want them to do, right? But then there's the kind of people that want to make their own decisions who aren't that way, and they're willing to stand up for their property and their whatever. So what are you gonna do? Are you gonna send the military down to Florida to fight the? the moms and dads of the people in the military. I don't think it's happening. I I think your upper brass would be happy to, but I don't think they can get the lower to do it. The people who will actually be the fighters. I'm not seeing it. Well, I was about to say that whole region, right? Florida, Georgia, Alabama. I have to imagine the military will have a hard time storming Fort Benning. You know, They've got their bases. 
I just don't. I don't see it because, like, the the illusion that you're fighting for freedom has still got to be there, right? How did they do it in the during the Civil War time? A few miles away was a bigger deal, then you know what I mean. But they also put it behind a cause, and that I think that's what I'm the most curious about in terms of the potential of the state because they do still have a very powerful line into modern media and frankly the infrastructure that that media is built on. So what is the modern day equivalent to like the slavery issue where you're losing the war but you need to get the people behind something that's sort of a moral or or ethical driver what is today's version of that because i think we're trying to do that okay, in a but proxy the, sense. the north didn't fight for to free slavery like that the the south fought to keep slavery but none of the the propaganda or stuff to promote the war from the northern end was ever had anything to do with freeing slaves it, it, that wasn't their talking point that wouldn't have won over the people to fight uh, but the the south if you look at that propaganda to prop to make the southern people fight it was stuff like they're going to take your slaves and whatnot but the north did not fight on that for one because they weren't requiring the state's that joined the North to get rid of the slaves. Even after the emancipation shit, like they didn't require the states that still had slavery that fought with the North to get rid of their slaves. It was only in the Southern states that had to get rid of their slaves. Excluding Indians. Indians on Indian reservations could still have slaves. We prefer to be called natives. They 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 were called Indians back then. Do, don't you refer to um what's his name the skier as a uh, Sonny Bono in his own name the Olympic the Olympic skier as opposed to like Caitlyn Jenner Bruce Jenner. Do you refer to Bruce as Caitlyn when you're referring to the time? That Bruce was skiing? Was he a skier? Or am I making that up? I don't believe that's where he got all of her awards. Hmm. He got all of his awards. He got awards. But she has them now. <laughs> 